Hello. Hi, Dan. You know what I realized is if we just let more of the opening theme song play, we would have to talk less. We, and then we could squeeze out more episodes with fewer topics. Oh, that's a tight squeeze. We got to be... That's like, <laughs> let's say five seconds, ten seconds. Yeah. Well, the opening theme song's a minute and a half. We have no problem talking. Our kid would tell us we talk too much. Well, he would say it more like, shut up. Do you have to talk so much? <laughs> he does not like to be talked to... When he gets home from work, he needs quiet. Uh-huh. And he doesn't like to be talked to first thing in the morning. And he doesn't like to be talked to when we're sharing a family meal. He really would like to just focus on eating. Generally, he doesn't like to talk too much to me, actually. <laughs> Do you think he likes you? As any 18-year-old would... Like, enough. I mean, okay. There's a, parenting is on a spectrum, right? So some parent kid relationships are super tight, and yeah, he likes me, he loves me. It's we're wonderful. Other people would say we're estranged, we're not close at all. I don't like my parent or my kid. We're but we're definitely speaking, in the middle. Speaking of the kid, we've got a, a dog acting like a baby here. Yeah, you just a baby. Whining. Why are you whining? Our kid is away for two weeks, and we are empty nesters. What a weird term that we learned, like, on TV growing up. Empty nesting? Yeah. There was, was even probably the a TV a show. Sitcom? Yeah. So we're doing it. You know, Ben has traveled in the past uh, with his grandma and been gone for upwards of seven days. This is Yeah, he was 15. gone for a spring break once. Yeah. This is double the length. Mm-hmm. And it is his first international experience. Um, so there's a lot of prep, a lot of talking, a lot of questions that weren't answered leading up to this trip. A lot of trust. The dog is being a baby. Can you just put a hand on her? Sure. It's like rubbing your head. Patting your head and rubbing your tummy at the same time. Then how am I going to press the buttons? You'll figure it out, Dan. I got to use my button hand. So it's day three. Do you miss our son? No. Our young adult? Not yet. No, I'm pretty excited for him. Yeah. Any nervousness is sort of just more excitement. Like, send me pictures. He doesn't allow me to see his social media. So I'm not getting any updates. I did get a proof of life on upon landing yesterday. But I haven't gotten any castle pictures that I requested or food pictures. I'm just allowing space, Dan. <laughs> Is that what they call it? I think so. I think it's healthy just to uh, not hound him. I'm just curious and excited. So I'm like, share with me. But he's not the same as me. Sure. It makes sense. Yeah. If you had a baby bird in your hand, you don't want to like hold on to the bird and like crush it. No. You got to hold on loosely. Yeah. But don't let go. I feel like breaking out into song. I think that was a lyric. So, you know, I think we've actually accomplished this so far. We said that while our kid is out of town and not sharing meals with us as our roommate, um, 
let's see how far we can go with eating what's in the fridge, freezer, and pantry. Mm-hmm. And so far, we haven't spent money out. And how many days has it been? Well, <laughs> today's Saturday. <laughs> uh-huh. And we took him to the airport on Thursday. Okay, so two days. And wow, we actually we're really did buy it. lunch that day. Oh, no. Yeah. What the heck? Exactly. So after that lunch, we managed dinner at home and then all day Friday. So, yeah, we're only like finishing up day two of 15. I don't think we're going to make it. I don't have eggs or milk. Milk alternative. No, you're already trying to get me to go to Aldi's. Yeah. I haven't been there. It's like, let's go check out the stuff. But let's go. I don't even want a grocery shop. Nobody does, really. I love grocery Grocery shopping. Grocery shopping is the worst. I love it. I think I've told you on a previous podcast if I could get paid, and people do through like personal shoppers, but if I could get paid six figures. Mm Mm-hmm. I would be a personal shopper. Would you do it for seven figures? Of course. I'd probably do it for five. I love grocery shopping. Not shopping. I am not a shopping person. I don't enjoy just going in and out of stores. I like grocery shopping. Okay, like you wouldn't just hang out at a mall and go to pop in and out of stores. Not for decades. I like grocery shopping, and I would do it for someone else. I like it that much. But don't question my choices. There's a term called window shopping. Yeah. Now, if you're trying to actually purchase windows, Mm. but you're just sort of starting your research. Is it window window shopping? Window like squared shop like no. window with a two above it no window squared shopping window no. window shopping just window window double shopping. window shopping no then you that sounds like multiple sure okay we'll just keep it your window window shopping which we really are if anyone has any good glass repair or glass creation companies we've got a fuzzy window we're window shopping we are Dog's on the move. Okay. She's trapped. She doesn't know which way to go. We are podcasting for the first time ever from our living room. It's a remote podcast. Remote. We are typically ah. in an office that has a door that the dog comes in and out of. But with our roommate being in Europe, we are expanding our podcast to the living room. I thought, let's change it up. Let's- oh, I'm so happy you did. It's really fun to like be more in the center and not hiding our conversations from anybody. Acoustically, it probably sounds a little bit different because we're in a bigger room with uh, more flat surfaces. I believe it. And ceilings and things that sound can bounce off of and not be absorbed. So yeah. for the listener, it's probably torture right now. Sorry. But you know what? Let's talk about our listeners. Didn't you want to give a special shout out to a special, special listener? Rebecca, this episode is for you. Yeah, I found out recently after meeting a friend for coffee. Oh, we didn't have coffee. We say that, but we didn't even have coffee. We met for coffee, right? But we've had some spritzers and food. Anyway, she told me 
that she listens to the podcast and was referencing episodes that I don't even really remember. And you and I call thought that her was so cool. Rebecca? I call her Rebecca, but we also call her Becca. I thought you said Amy was the shout out. Amy. Yes. Maybe both. Okay. Maybe both. Let's do it. Okay. So we have some. Let's do it upright. Fans that I didn't know about until recently. So yes, Amy. Amy gets a whole. She gets the next episode. She's gonna get a whole episode. Oh, I've dedicated got a lot to, to say. Okay. Yep. I like it. Yep. That's for you, Amy. Yeah. I'm hearing noises that I don't usually the hear. The dog is too. I think the neighbor has people coming over and people slam doors. I mean, they don't slam them. They just don't know how to not slam them. I don't know. You know what I mean? Uh, sure. Okay. Okay, we're back. So, uh, what I wanted to talk about is, um, and I am going to take this moment at nine minutes and 30 seconds into our podcast to talk about running for office. But, okay, there goes the dog. She's just had enough of me. She's out of here. I was thinking about running for office. You've mentioned that for the past 15 years, maybe? Right. So what I'm saying is, I'm not going to run for office, but I am going to walk for office, which means I'm probably going to try, like, I'll start my campaign now for an office that's like in 12 to 15 years from now. I'll, it's just going to be a slow start. I'm going to walk for office. Okay. Well, you would be at that point about the average age of a congressperson. Yes. I figured when I get into my late 60s, early 70s, that's when I, I really want to land that public servant wow. job. Well, you know, they say stay busy in your retirement but you'll still have a full-time job because who the heck's retiring? What the heck? Yeah, so what I want to do is I. there are a couple things I think I haven't done research yet because I'm walking for office. You know, you don't have to learn it all because it's at your own pace. So I think there are some things you have to do, like get a certain number of signatures on a petition so you can actually get your name onto a ballot and things like that. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to start doing the research and maybe just, you know, casually walk around with a clipboard and get a signature here and there. And, you know, cause people who are running for office, they're always like standing out in front of like grocery stores and they're trying to get signatures and get their name on a ballot. And they're like, I only have till, you know, midnight tonight to get all these signatures. I'm like, why do you need all that pressure? Just walk for office, you know? Do it. Get a couple names here and there over the years. Collect them. You have been the vice president of this condo association, haven't you? I have. You've got that going for you. I've been on multiple been boards. Yep. 
I was, uh, I'm a treasurer currently on one board that I sit on. Yeah. Little do they know I'm not a good treasurer. You're good. Am I? Yeah, you take your job seriously. Okay. Treasurer. You know, we just watched a lot of shows about politics. We watched Veep. We, did we binge it? Does that count as a binge? Yeah, because we'd watch at least an episode a day. So we watched seven seasons of a show that we didn't watch at the time it was made. Maybe 10 years later. Maybe not 10. Many years later. True. One a day. I think that's a binge. And then we just yesterday finished Parks and Rec for the first time getting through that 10-year-old show. Binge. And I had a little tearful moment at the end of that. And I can't wait to watch uh, bloopers. Talk about the tears. Well, I was hormonal, so it could have been that. I got weepy the last couple scenes as it was wrapping up and everyone was saying goodbye. Now, were you sad for the characters or sad for yourself because you wouldn't be able to Great watch Great question. Anymore? It felt like both. Yeah. It's like you've gone through something with these characters. Mm-hmm. They're almost like your friends, like your family. I was invested in them. I would think about them when I wasn't watching them. You yeah. know, you were super pumped when we finally gave the American office a chance. And we binged that. Yeah. And you said, you know what, Dan? I've been putting this show down for mm-hmm. many years, but you know what? I really like mm-hmm. it. But, and then you said this the other day. You said you might like Parks and Rec more than you liked mm-hmm. the American office. Except for Steve Carell, I think you said his character. I do love him. He belongs on Park and Rec. Parks and Rec. Michael Scott he could, could come over. He could hang for sure in Pawnee. I have no affinity for Indiana at all, but I'm ready to move to Pawnee. <laughs> they have one good park. Oh, and the, they have a national park next to it. Yeah, invested. So anyway, those shows were about politics, and then you talked about running for office. Walking for office. Walking This is my new way I'm going to do it. Why put that much pressure on yourself? Slow it down. Go at your own pace. Exactly. You want to talk about silverware? Because that was one of... I've got a lot to say. That was one of the topics you wanted me to write down. Uh, I'll tell you all about that. After this break. No. From um, our sponsor. No, we don't have sponsors. Yet. Come on. Come on. Sponsor us. We're special. Silverware. Okay, you grow up with it. I don't really remember my childhood silverware. Whatever. As an adult, I've become um, particular about sizes of. So we have small and large. I guess it would be called a salad fork and a dinner fork. We have soup spoon and smaller spoon. I don't know what you call that teaspoon i guess they would call it a teaspoon but it's not technically the same okay teaspoon and soup spoon and um and tablespoon for ice cream out of a pint mm-hmm. i like the smallest spoon possible which might be called a tasting spoon we have a bunch of like hors d'oeuvre like one you would forks see and spoons like and knives shoved into like fancy mustard or something like that shoved size. In, yes, it's a just like shoved right in oh, okay. the mustard. Okay. Shove it. So in it's there. a small spoon 
and I like to eat ice cream with that. I can tolerate a teaspoon, but I don't like a soup spoon out of a pint. Now, I, I think don't we've, really think we even have soup spoons. Yeah, that's that larger spoon. I always thought soup spoons were the ones that were more round. For the sake of, of the two sizes, mm-hmm. that's what we have. I don't like that large spoon you're speaking of for soup. Mm-hmm. I don't like it for anything. And I don't like that additional six-set fork thing we have when we had extra people come and I keep them separate. I don't like a large fork. Okay, here's something. This is leading me into a whole other topic, but we will loop back. Yeah, I'm not done. And that is, I work for myself, and I have officially worked for myself for 12 years, 13 years now, maybe even more. When I used to work for someone else, whoa, clickety-clack. Sorry, don't talk back. When I worked for the last company I worked for, it was sort of a boring job. And to entertain myself, I used to do certain things um, just for my own amusement. And one of them was to sit when it was lunch break and everyone was eating their lunch in the lunch room. I would pull out my food from the fridge and eat it with a giant salad fork. You know the one I'm talking about? A serving fork. Is that what it is? Yeah. Now, I wouldn't make any mention of it. I'd just pull it out and just start eating my lunch and see if anyone, like, looked at me sideways or anything. And that was just something I did to uh, make myself laugh during the day. Back to silverware. Uh, Really, the topic that I wrote down was silverware sizes and eating with the wrong utensils. Well, the eating with the wrong utensils is a judgment call. Mm-hmm. I don't like, and I wouldn't do what you do, and fork my ice cream. Well, there's a specific reason I use a fork when I'm eating a pint of ice cream. Okay. The reason is, I enjoy Ben & Jerry's ice cream. Now, we all know that Ben & Jerry's ice cream most of the flavors are chock full of giant pieces of nuts and candy and fruit. And if you're using a regular spoon, you can't really get those chunks out of there. You got So I put a fork in there so I can dig them out. I understand. But visually, the pint now has marks all over it that I feel the need to even out with that smallest spoon possible. So like four We're a great marks. team. Yeah, it's like it's like farming a field and you left all this debris and I have to go smooth it out. Would you call that an obsession or a compulsion? <laughs> no, <laughs> I'd just call it right. Okay, on that note, thank you listeners for doing the right thing and listening to our show again. And... Uh, I think we have a very special episode for Amy next time. I think so. All right. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye.